Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. show will a good morning everybody y'all listening to the voice come on dig me now one and only steve harvey got a radio show okay here we go um i was working out i was talking to a buddy of mine and i was telling him something that bishop td jakes told me one time i heard him say it he said uh i would hate to die and not do the thing that I was born to do. I would hate to die and not do the thing that I was born to do. Man, oh man, oh man. Man, that hit me like a like a pile, like a pile of bricks, man. Because it made me feel so grateful that God has allowed me to live my life this way. Now, and I'm talking about grateful for all of it, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And I have had all of them. The person you see today, it ain't always who I was. It was on the inside of me, but it hadn't externalized itself, if that's a word. It hadn't been bought out. It was in here, but it was under development. Who I am today was a process. But like I said before, don't trip. He ain't through with me yet. Even today, I'm still an imperfect soldier for Christ. Today, I still fall short. Oftentimes. But I'll tell you what, I'm ever grateful for the life I have. And you know what? 
I want to encourage everybody today to explore your possibilities. I mean, man, explore your possibilities. Why would you not want to find out, discover, or know what it is God got for you? Why would you not want to achieve or accomplish all of your possibilities? Now, as I ask you this question, I want you to know that the devil is busy, that he plays mind tricks. So as you hear this, I already know he's saying to some of y'all, yeah, Steve, that's easy for you to say, but I didn't got myself in this situation right here. You ain't nothing too hard for God. Nothing. Nothing. And see, so as you listen to me, try to, try to get your mind open to this. Why would you not want to explore all of your life's possibilities? What's possible with your life? And I'm talking about from right where you are right now. I'm not asking you to change. I'm not asking you to do anything. I'm telling you, this is a fact that God can get you from right where you are right now. Broken, misled, misguided, misunderstood, mistaken, all of that. Misfortunate, all of the misses you've been talking about in your life. You know, you, I missed the lottery. I, I missed my ride. They fired me. I, I missed the deadline. I didn't get it. Miss. People, people, people just miss they self to death. If you've been all them misses, God can get you from right where you are. God a home run hitter. I'm here to tell you that. He's a home run hitter. He's a put him over the wall whenever he want to all the time. And you can be a recipient of some of these home runs. He'll put the bat in your hand, but you got to swing. Now listen to me. You got to stop feeling sorry for yourself. You got to stop holding yourself down with beating yourself up. He won't hold you down about it if you don't hold yourself down about it. But I'm going to tell you one more time, the devil is busy. So what the devil do is he make you think you ain't worthy. He make you think that you've done something so despicable that you can't come back from it. He makes you feel like you so low you can't go up high. He knock you down and make you feel like you've been knocked down harder than anybody else. You can't get up. He roll you so deep down in that ditch you can't see over the edge. God can come get you from no matter where you are. I'm telling you, man, you ain't in no hole too deep for God. Magic Johnson to tell you that. Listen to me. You ain't in no hole too deep for God. Steve Harvey can tell you that. You ain't in a hole too deep for God. Tyler Perry can tell you that. I can name you some people. Bishop Jake can tell you that. I could tell you. Kenneth Ulmer can tell you that. Bishop Kenneth Ulmer. I could tell you some people. Kirk Franklin can tell you that. Donnie McClurkin can tell you that. I just know some people personally, man, that done been in a hole. I, Joel Osteen can tell you about it. I know some people, man, been down, been in a hole so deep. I bet you Paula Dean can tell you about it. See, but but you know what, then here we go. See, we see, see, you know, see, we don't we don't like to talk about that because now we want everybody to pay extra hard for some mistakes they made. When clearly, and excuse me for being a new Christian, but there is a prayer that I've been saying since I was a little bitty boy, and it took me till I was a grown man to understand it. 
Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. So see, it ain't my job to hold nobody down, to keep my knee on somebody's neck. Who am I? I'm going to need some forgiveness in a second here, probably today. See, so all this, you holding people down with the way you feeling about them and she shouldn't have said this and she'll never get it. I'll never support this again. Man, get up. Get up and get real. You for real? You think you ain't finna need forgiveness real soon? You ain't finna make a diabolical mistake in your life? You don't think you are? I have thousands of them. Probably gonna make a few hundred more before I get up out of here. So I've decided to be in the forgiving business because I want God to forgive my trespasses as I forgive those who trespass against me. You understand? See, excuse me for being a new Christian. I'm, I'm, I, get, I get tired of talking to, to, uh, uh, to people, man, supposed to be saved and talking about they're Christian. I don't want that type of religion, man. I ain't in that no more. I ain't in that. You can call me wrong if you want to. Say it how you want to say it. I ain't in that no more. I ain't in all that. You can feel how you want to feel about me. But I got proof that God work in my life. You know, I, I can't hardly get it out sometimes when people ask me something about deep on, on the inside of me about my soul and how I used to be and, and my journey and my trip. Because people don't know the trip I've been on. Well, you may have been on one worse than me. But you know what? You ain't in a hole too deep God can't get you out of. Man, I wish I want I want people to remember that, man. God is a redeemer. He the great I am. So if you ain't got nothing now, what you asking for? You know, you might not have nothing because you ain't asking for nothing. Quit asking God to get you out of debt and ask God for a life of abundance. Then you take the money and you get out of debt. You keep asking to get out of debt. You keep being in debt to get out of. Come on, man. What you asking God for? I'm just tripping today. That's all. I'm sorry. I apologize. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, it is here. It is upon us. Today is a special day. This is a national holiday where we celebrate the life and legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King. Got it? Yes. Got it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now, his actual birthday is January 15th. Today is January 17th. So I must bring this to your attention. Mm -hmm. What this national holiday is really about today is today was the birth of the one and the only that damn Steve Harvey. Happy birthday, Big Dog. Now, that's a lot of other people that's got this birthday that's famous. Michelle Obama got it. Dwayne Wade got it. Benjamin Franklin got it. Muhammad Ali got it. But they ain't got no radio show. Especially Ben Franklin. Right. And Ben wouldn't have been good on the radio. No way with his dry ass. Coming on here with all these scientific facts. Ain't got no jokes. Everybody want to hear it, probably had a slave or something. I'm not going to hear no more damn oh, thing. <laughs> you never know. You don't know. It was from that era. I, know, I can't yeah. see him outside. You know, you know, you know. I ain't really sure he chopped that tree down. Probably some black dude chopped the tree down for him. <laughs> was that George Washington? That was George Washington. That was another white man, which is why I didn't do well in school. <laughs> in history. I see. <laughs> Junior, what's up? All right, Uncle, it's your birthday, man. What's going to happen today, big dog? What you doing? Well, I can't tell you what I'm going to do today, and I can't tell you where I am today. Huh? Huh? Yeah, I don't I don't know the background. Where you at? You you know the background because I put up a green screen back here because you can't see what's going on. 
You don't want to share? I can't do that today. Because y'all, you know, you know, y'all happy for me, but everybody ain't. What you not worried about haters on your birthday? I know you're not worried about haters. You're 65, my brother. 65? This is a milestone. Could give less than haters (laughs) from now on. Okay. Less than. All haters from now on, man, please don't even waste your time on me. Don't don't even waste your time. At 65, I don't give less than a flying about what mm. you think. I'm talking about under no circumstance. I'm going my rest of my life is dedicated to the people who love and respect one another, who love and respect me, who love and respect the culture and who are willing to do things to move it forward. If you don't fit into that category after today on this blessed day of my 65th birthday, don't say sugar honey iced tea Whoa. to Ooh, me boy. no more. <laughs> don't say sugar honey iced tea to me no more. <laughs> and okay. I mean that. Okay. With Woo! everything in you. And everything All right, in birthday me. boy. Thank you. All this tension, though. Man. All right. Coming up at 32 minutes after the hour. No, this ain't uh, tension. This is a revelation. <laughs> As I was saying, coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, we'll play some highlights of Dr. King's most famous speeches right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Right now, here's the drum major instinct speech on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. An instinct. It's a kind of drum major instinct, a desire to be out front, a desire to lead the parade, a desire to be first. And it is something that runs the whole gamut of life. And so before we condemn them, let us see that we all have the drum major instinct. We all want to be important to surpass others, to achieve distinction, to lead the parade. Alfred Adler, the great uh, psychoanalyst, contends that this is the dominant impulse. Sigmund Freud used to contend that sex was the dominant impulse, and Adler came with a new argument saying that this quest for recognition, this desire for attention, This desire for distinction is the basic impulse, the basic drive of human human life, this drum major instinct. And you know, we began early to ask life to put us first. Our first cry as a baby was a bid for attention. And all through childhood, the drum major impulse or instinct is a major obsession. Children ask life to grant them first place. They are a little bundle of ego. They have innately the drum major instinct. Now, in adult life, we still have it, and we really never get by it. 
We like to do something good. And you know, we like to be praised for it. Now, if you don't believe that, you just go on living life and you will discover very soon that you like to be praised. Everybody likes it as a matter of fact. And somehow this warm glow we feel when we are praised or when our name is in print is something of the vitamin A to our ego. Nobody is unhappy when they are praised, even if they know they don't deserve it, and even if they don't believe it. The only unhappy people about praise is when that praise is going too much towards somebody else. But everybody likes to be praised because of this real drum major instinct. Do you know that a lot of the race problem grows out of the drum major instinct? A need that some people have to feel superior. A need that some people have to feel that they are first and to feel that their white skin ordained them to be first. And they have said over and over again, in ways that we see with our own eyes. In fact, not too long ago, a man down in Mississippi said that God was a charter member of the White Citizens Council. And so, God being the charter member means that everybody who's in that has a, a kind of divinity, a kind of superiority. And think of what has happened in history as a, as a result of this perverted use of the drum major instinct has led to the most tragic prejudice, the most tragic expressions of man's inhumanity to man. I mean, not only does this thing go into the racial struggle, it goes into the struggle between nations. And I would submit to you this morning that what is wrong in the world today is that the nations of the world are engaged in a bitter, colossal contest for supremacy. And if something doesn't happen to stop this trend, I'm sorely afraid that we won't be here to talk about Jesus Christ and about God and about brotherhood too many more years. If somebody doesn't bring an end to this suicidal thrust that we see in the world today, none of us are going to be around because somebody's going to make the mistake through our senseless blunderings of dropping a nuclear bomb somewhere and then another one is going to drop and don't let anybody fool you. This can happen within a matter of seconds. They have 20 megaton bombs in Russia right now that can destroy a city as big as New York in three seconds with everybody wiped away in every building. And we can do the same thing to Russia and China. But this is why we are drifting. And we are drifting there. Because nations are caught up with the drum major instinct. I must be first. I must be supreme. Our nation must rule the world. And I am sad to say that the nation in which we live is the supreme culprit. And I'm going to continue to say it to America. 
because I love this country too much to see the drift that it has taken. God didn't call America to do what she's doing in the world now. God didn't call America to engage in a senseless, unjust war as a war in Vietnam. And we are criminals in that war. We have committed more war crimes almost than any nation in the world. And I'm going to continue to say it. And we won't stop it because of our pride and our arrogance as a nation. But God has a way of even putting nations in their place. Everybody, here, here's a fact of the matter. Uh, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s uh, speech, the Drum Major Instinct speech, it was actually delivered at Ebenezer Baptist Church in Atlanta, Georgia on February 4th, 1968. And throughout all of his years of public service, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. encouraged everybody to participate in community service. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Welcome back to the ride. We will continue with more of Dr. King's The Drum Major Instinct speech. Nobody is unhappy when they are praised, even if they know they don't deserve it, and even if they don't believe it. The only unhappy people about praise is when that praise is going too much towards somebody else. But everybody likes to be praised because of this real drum major instinct. Do you know that a lot of the race problem grows out of the drum major instinct? A need that some people have to feel superior. A need that some people have to feel that they are first and to feel that their white skin ordained them to be first. They have said over and over again, in ways that we see with our own eyes. In fact, not too long ago, a man down in Mississippi said that God was a charter member of the White Citizens Council. And so, God being the charter member means that everybody who's in that has a a kind of divinity, a kind of superiority. And think of what has happened in history as as a result of this perverted use of the drum major instinct. It's led to the most tragic prejudice, the most tragic expressions of man's inhumanity to man. I mean, not only does this thing go into the racial struggle it goes into the struggle between nations and i would submit to you this morning that what is wrong in the world today is that the nations of the world are engaged in a bitter colossal contest for supremacy and if some doesn't happen to stop this trend i'm sorely afraid that we won't be here to talk about jesus christ and about god and about brotherhood too many more years. If somebody doesn't bring an end to this suicidal thrust that we see in the world today, none of us are going to be around because somebody's going to make the mistake through our senseless blunderings of dropping a nuclear bomb somewhere and then another one is going to drop and don't let anybody fool you. This can happen within a matter of seconds. 
they have 20 megaton bombs in Russia right now that can destroy a city as big as New York in three seconds with everybody wiped away in every building. And we can do the same thing to Russia and China. But this is why we are drifting. And we are drifting there. Because nations are caught up with the drum major instinct. I must be first. I must be supreme. Our nation must rule the world. And I am sad to say that the nation in which we live is the supreme culprit. And I'm going to continue to say it to America. Because I love this country too much to see the drift that it has taken. God didn't call America to do what she's doing in the world now. God didn't call America to engage in a senseless, unjust war as a war in Vietnam. And we are criminals in that war. We have committed more war crimes almost than any nation in the world. And I'm going to continue to say it. And we won't stop it. Because of our pride and our arrogance as a nation. But God has a way of even putting nations in their place. And the God that I worship has a way of saying, don't play with me. He has a way of saying, as the God of the Old Testament used to say, the Hebrews, don't play with me, Israel. Don't play with me, Babylon. Be still and know that I'm God. And if you don't stop your reckless course, I'll rise up and break the backbone of your power. And that can happen to America. Every now and then I go back and read Gibbon's decline and fall of the Roman Empire. And when I come and look at America, I say to myself, the parallels are frightening. We have perverted the drum major instinct. Every now and then, I guess we all think realistically yes, about that day when we will be victimized with what is life's final common denominator. That's something that we call death. We all think about it, and every now and then I think about my own death and I think about my own funeral and I don't think of it in a morbid sense every now and then I ask myself what is it that I would want said and I leave the word to you this morning if any of you around when I have to meet my day I don't want a long funeral and if you get somebody to deliver the eulogy, tell them not to talk too long. And every now and then I wonder what I want them to say. Tell them not to mention that I have a Nobel Peace Prize. That isn't important. Tell them not to mention that I have three or four hundred other awards. That's not important. Tell them not to mention where I went to school. I'd like somebody to mention that day that Martin Luther King Jr., tried to give his life serving others. I'd like for somebody to say that day that Martin Luther King Jr. tried to love somebody. I want you to say that day that I tried to be right on the wall question. I want you to be able to say that day that I did try to feed the hungry. 
I want you to be able to say that day that I did try in my life to clothe those who were naked. I want you to say on that day that I did try in my life to visit those who were in prison. I want you to say that I tried to love and serve humanity. Yes, if you want to say that I was a drum major, say that I was a drum major for justice. Say that I was a drum major for peace. I was a drum major for righteousness. And all of the other shallow things will not matter. I won't have any money to leave behind. I won't have the fine and luxurious things of life to leave behind. But I just want to leave a committed life behind. And that's all I want to say. If I can help somebody. As I pass along, if I can cheer somebody with a word of song, if I can show somebody he's traveling wrong, then my living will not be in vain. If I can do my duty as a Christian, if I can bring salvation to a world once wrought, if I can spread the message as the master taught, then my living will not be in vain. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, so today is your birthday. You're turning 65 today. You are 65. How do you feel? I mean, you look great. What, what are your plans today? Tell us about it. Well, you know, I'm going to be, uh, I can't even tell you, man. I'm going to be, oof. You could be balling it's out too many hard secrets. I'm finna do something. All I can say is cut your Instagram on. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as you get off this radio, and, and, cut and, it and, on. And probably on Marjorie's page, because I'm not posting a damn thing. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm finna be lit. <laughs> it's gonna be lit. <laughs> now, it's gonna be lit. I'm using all the terms. The problem using old is it's gonna be funky. It's gonna be lit. It's gonna be cool. Uh-huh. It's gonna be super catch fragilistic espialidocious. <laughs> all of them. All that today? Oh no, it's gonna be jive turkey. It's gonna be all that. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna bring back all the dog. I'm gonna be all old school today. I don't care how you feel. You understand? Uh, right on. So grateful, man. So God, what are you wearing? <laughs> Let's start there. What are you gonna wear today? Oh, you know, I got um, probably that birthday dinner. I might have to wear some, but I'm just doing mostly. Like today, I'm planning on doing mostly, mostly just draws today. There you go. Draws is good. Come on, big dog. Planning on just, you know, just laying around, you know. Today going to be a lay round day. Okay. Okay. You know, I got a lot of people that's going to be waiting on me. My wife didn't arrange some stuff, so a lot of people just going to be waiting on me hand and foot today. Uh You know, almost smoke about, you know, ooh. How many cigars? Oh, about, about I can 11, see you in that Versace robe. 11 cigars today. 11? You know, back to back to back to back. Yeah, okay. Well, what, what, you know, what you want to do? You want to smoke weed? What oh. you want to do? <laughs> From the box, Junior bought you. You know, because yeah. I don't smoke weed. So, I, you know, cigars. I'm probably going to have a glass of scotch at one point or Okay, toast uh-uh. it up, toast it up. He got that high end. I already had a long, long talk with God about this, appreciating him for letting me make it and everything. And so I've done that part of it. And the rest of it is just going and, you know, let him see me. I, I want somebody to see me today. 
you want? When they see you, what you want them to say when they see you? Well, I don't care what they say, but when they, as soon as they look at me, I'm gonna look off. <laughs> I'm not doing eye contact. Like, okay, 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 like here it is right here. See you. You don't have okay, to like call me. Call me like you're trying to get my attention. Steve. <laughs> Look at him up and down. No, he just looked right off. <laughs> Crazy. That's it. Happy yeah, birthday, that's going to be it all day. I'm gonna have to do that for my birthday. No eye contact with me. None. At I'm not all looking at, at nobody. <laughs> I'm not making eye contact today. Well, that's good. You should do your birthday however you want to do it. Happy birthday, big, big dog. I do want to say though that I do not understand why I'm working on my damn birthday, <laughs> and, and it's a national holiday. I do yeah. want to say that though. To yeah. do the show. Yeah, but what this is your show. No, you, I didn't have to do the show today. Day my birthday. <laughs> we can barbecue late if you want to. But I don't know where you are. Barbecue, dog. You can't bar. Mm. Mm, you almost what? You can't what? Where you at? Oh, I'm gonna get it out of you. Where you at? Mm. And Tommy, where'd you get your uncle? Nothing. Nothing. As oh, usual. Look at the time. Look at Nothing. the time. All right, birthday boy Steve, it is time now to move along today's headlines on this King holiday. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. And good morning, everybody, and happy birthday, Steve. Yeah, working on your birthday. I've done it. It's no fun. Okay, it's uh, early in the morning, and let us go. Martin Luther King Jr.'s family, by the way, was in Arizona yesterday, leading a march through Phoenix to urge Democratic Senator Kristen Sinema to, quote, urgently pass federal voting reg- light rights, uh, excuse me, voting rights legislation. Sinema and West Virginia's Joe Manchin, you know, are considered moderate Democrats, although some members of their party feel that both harken back to the time when there were so-called bull weevil Democrats or right-wing, even racist members of the party who in recent years have joined the uh, GOP. President Biden traveled to the city of brotherly love yesterday uh, to honor the Reverend Dr. King's, uh, er, his, his legacy, an audience in Philadelphia. He wanted to press their lawmakers to back the passage of new voting rights legislation, a concerted action to fight against white extremism and also for greater economic justice. The president, first lady, volunteered also at a hunger relief organization. Meanwhile, Alabama Congresswoman Terry Sewell is also pressing for unwavering push for voting rights. She tells MSNBC she doesn't want the members of their party to focus solely on the often unsupported Joe Manchin and Kristen Sinema or even the current political wins. We must not be deterred by two senators or even by the 16 Republican senators that voted for the reauthorization of the Voting Rights Act in 2006 and now will not vote for it. That's right. She says uh, President Biden, by the way, again, the brotherly love. And she says now that President uh, Trump, former President Trump, is claiming that white people are being discriminated against when it comes to getting the coronavirus treatment. The FBI says the gunman who took hostages inside of a synagogue in Texas on Saturday was a 44-year-old man, British citizen, named Malik Faisal Akram. The president's praising federal and local law enforcement for their work and bringing the 10-hour standoff to an end with all the hostages unharmed. Akram 
Avram was killed. At first, they wouldn't say how, but apparently police did kill him. And now they say two young people, two teenagers are under arrest. They're very young, so their uh, ages, their names are not uh, being given either ages, uh, but they are under arrest and don't know why or what connection they had. But at the time, the federal agent said that there was no connection between Akram and any necessary group or anything. But he did want a woman who is a sentence, a neuroscientist from Pakistan, currently serving an 86-year sentence for terrorism. She, they want, she wanted, he, excuse me, he wanted that woman released. And uh, that woman, I think they said, was his sister. That heavy winter storm uh, battling the South over the weekend. I want to just uh, shout out, a.k.a. the members of Alpha Kappa Alpha Incorporated. This is their founding weekend. Back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Happy birthday, Steve. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All morning long, we are celebrating Steve Harvey's 65th birthday. So, Steve, on this King holiday, what does the legacy of Dr. King mean to you? How do you feel about what we're going through as a nation right now? The systemic racism, social injustices. Why is voting so important? I mean, well, for all of us, you know, uh, our people bled and died for the right for us to be able to vote. And for us not to vote is is a complete travesty. And uh, we have to pay tribute to the people before us in the civil rights movement. You know, I can't even just go down the list of names of people who who stood for us to have rights. You know, eating at lunch counters. You know, we we had our different water fountains. We had different bathrooms. It was so different. And even though we have these things now, we still have to keep the fight up because there's a fight to make America great again. And their version of a great America is not the America of today. They want to make America something that it used to be. And for us, I can't think of a period in the past where it was better for us. So we've got to get out there to vote to make sure that those people in the minority cannot rule us who are in the majority. And, you know, Dr. Martin Luther King was all about the peaceful movement and everything and, and, and nonviolent protest. We still have to continue that. But the key is protest. We still have to protest. We still got to kneel at football games. We still got to march in front of police stations. We still have to walk for Black Lives Matter. I'm, 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 you know, the fact that we've been here these hundreds of years and we're still marching and asking for equal treatment, it's really alarming. It's really alarming. And the, the question just keeps beckoning to me, who are these people? who are dead set on making sure we are never equal. And I can only just say that racism is alive and well in this country. And it's, it reared its ugly head up even more four years ago. And so we've got to make a concerted effort. We've already proven that our vote changes things. In the last election, it was us who changed the election. And they know it. So now it is us who they are trying to suppress the vote in. It is us. Clearly. Trust me. Clearly. Because they saw that it was us who made the difference in Wisconsin, in Detroit, in Philly, in Georgia, in Arizona. It was us. And now they're trying to make sure us don't influence the election again. But we're not going to do that. We're voting from now on. You have awakened the sleeping giant. Please go to whenweallvote.org to get information on voter registration. The midterm elections are coming up this year. 
Um, also coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, we're going to check Steve's voicemail. Birthday shout-outs right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Happy birthday, Steve. Today is your day, and it is time to check yeah. out the voicemail. Your voicemails, uh, people love you, and they want to say happy birthday to you. So we have a lot of birthday shout-outs and messages for you. Here we go. Hi, Steve Harvey. I just wanted to call and wish you a very blessed and happy birthday. I listen to you every morning. Been listening to you for many years. My favorite part is after the strawberry ladder is red and you got jokes. <laughs> I'd be laughing so hard. I'm crying inside of this truck. I'm sure the people that's on the side of me look in there like, is she crazy? Looks like she's just laughing to herself. But if they only knew, keep it up, Steve. You're the greatest. You rock. Blessings. Wow. Thank you. Really nice. Cool. That's nice. Birthday. Yeah, that was my aunt who called in. <laughs> we got more. Let's go. We got more. Yeah. I want to wish Steve Harvey a happy birthday. This is Miss Jackson. Happy birthday, Steve Harvey. And a blessed, prosperous new year. I just want to wish you a very happy birthday. I love you. I love hearing to talk to you. Thank you. Bye. Happy 65th birthday, Uncle Steve. Man, that's a blessing. Enjoy your day. I hope you make to 104. But right now, the most important thing is you made 65. Enjoy your day, Steve, and do whatever you want to do. If anybody don't like it, you tell them to call Tessie Fleming. You have a happy birthday, man. <laughs> Enjoy your day. Love you. Bye. <laughs> Anybody, did she say call Tiffany Fleming? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, don't mess with me today. Hey, y'all, I'm not going to be on the show the whole day this morning. What? What, what are you talking oh, about? Yeah, I got to go get on this plane. Where are you? <laughs> yeah, well, right now I'm home, but I got to go get on this plane. I ain't going to be here all morning. I just want to tell y'all that. Happy birthday to me. Happy Martin Luther King Day. But I got somewhere to go. I got to get this balling started. So well, well, I'm Steve, just telling you. We have more calls, more love for you. How about that? Better hear them play them. Good evening, <laughs> Mr. Steve. This is Linda Arsenal from Lafayette, Louisiana. Happy birthday. Hope you see many more. Hello, Steve Harvey. My name is Adora. Happy birthday, sweetheart. I watch you every day. Hey, what's up, Steve? Hey, this is Eric Bell from Mobile, Alabama. Just want to wish you a happy birthday and also congratulate you on your proclamation of the E-112 Street, Cleveland, Ohio. I love you, man. Mm, nice. Eric Bell. Very nice. Uh-huh. Did he say he was out of Mobile, Alabama? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Uh-huh. Eric Bell. You know, you know, you know him? him? E-B, I know. He, 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 he did reference home. Yeah, man, do he think I don't remember him or something? That can't be anything. He just left a message for you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you're a big star hit, now and everything. You want us to hit star 69 or something? <laughs> something old. I don't know. I don't, I don't old know old how to do that, Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate all y'all, man. Thank y'all so much. Been wonderful. Oh, my day about to come to a close, though, soon. Well, well, Steve, before you get out of here, even though I know you say you got to go, but what what are some of the best things, you know, besides the fact that you made it to 65, what what are some of the best things about 65? Some people say humor as you get older. 
healthy. Yeah, I'm I'm finna I'm finna healthy. start caring less. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Care okay. less about mess. Okay. Mm. I like it. That's I gonna like be it. my new phrase. I'm gonna care less uh-huh. about mess. I don't have no time for that no more, man. Mm-hmm. And I really started making that uh, affirmation in 2022, but I've just decided, man, I'm going to care less about mess. I really, and I, I don't finna call stuff out. If you get up in my face with some mess, get ready. Get ready, because I might not take it. Ain't nobody got in your face, though, dog. Ain't nobody done that. Just to tell you finna, who did you, that? Just to give you love. Who did that? Tommy, I'm talking about haters. Haters always try to get in your face. I got something funny. Well, I ain't this year, never though. there when all this happened. Why well, yeah, no, no, no. Right. Oh, oh, no. Oh, Tommy, don't nobody walk up to me like right up to me. To my face. Oh, no, right. that would that's too much break. <laughs> We're moving on. Coming up, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Happy birthday, Steve. Today is your day. And it is time to check yeah. out the voicemail. Your voicemails. Uh, people love you and they want to say happy birthday to you. So we have a lot of birthday shout outs and messages for you. Here we go. What's up, Steve Harvey, man? This is Carlos Camacho, man, hitting you up. I'm wishing you the bestest, happiest birthday, brother. I appreciate everything you say every morning. I listen to you, man. You change, you change my life, man. Thank you so much. I'm so grateful to you. Again, from East LA. To wherever you at, homie, I love you. I listen to you. Keep it up, man. Happy birthday, brother. Good morning, Mr. Steve Harvey. I would first like to begin by wishing you a very happy and blessed birthday because you deserve it. You inspire each and every one of us every morning. I also like to thank you because if it had been for you, I would have written my dissertation. You are in my acknowledgments. Because your 5 a.m. inspirational messages got me started every morning. So I want to thank you. I want to know that I appreciate you so much. And we love you and continue doing what you do, despite the naysayers. God bless you. This is from Dr. Michelle Teresa Barconi. God bless. Good morning. This is Terry Turner from Aniston, Alabama. I just want to say happy birthday to you, sir, Steve Harvey. May God bless you to see many, many more, for you are truly a wonderful person and a blessing to us. God bless you. God bless your family, and God keep all of you. Bye-bye. Steve, I just want to wish you a happy, happy, happy birthday. Thank you for being amazing and an inspiration to a whole lot of people. You just don't know how amazing you are. You probably do, but I just want to let you know. Um, I'm pretty sure Marjorie's going to have a fantastic birthday for you and set for you, but we, as your uh, your fans, want to make sure that we want to show love. So happy birthday from Sabrina from Tallahassee, Florida. <laughs> Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Uncle Steve. This is Malcolm Wallace out of Pontiac, Michigan. May God continue to bring you much success, man, and everything that you do, man. I love you, man, to the moon and back. You my guy, man. I love the show. Keep doing your thing, Mr. Steve Harvey. Peace and blessings. Happy birthday, Steve Harvey, from Mimi from Atlanta. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday 
to you. Happy birthday, Steve Harvey. Happy birthday to you. May God bless you. May God bless you. May God bless you. On your 65th birthday, may God bless you and many more. Good morning, Steve Harvey. This is your boy, Jonathan Williams, man. I listen to your show every morning, man. You're so inspirational to me. I just want to tell you happy birthday, man. Happy New Year. I hope everything goes well for you. I love you. Have a good day, man. Happy birthday, Steve. This is Kyler Russell from Compton, California, here live in Vegas. Just want to tell you happy birthday. Keep doing what you're doing for the brothers out there. I'm 25, and I just want to say you're an inspiration, man. Happy birthday, and enjoy yourself, brother. Well, I appreciate all y'all, man. Thank y'all so much. been wonderful. All right, Steve. Uh, this is a second we're going to call asking for a friend because you know we all have friends and they want to know stuff about you they ask us oh, okay. stuff all the time okay so my friends ask me well how much money does steve have oh okay mm. you know uh-huh it's that's a question that's you know being proposed uh often uh to people like myself mm. let's just say uh you know i have enough to do some things you know i, I have what's called option money uh meaning that uh, I have mm. options. Uh-huh. I just call it option money. Option. You know, I've had option less money before, but I, I now have option funds where I have options. That's how much I have. Uh-huh. All right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. You got an option. So you can friend. option uh-huh. money. I just have option money. That's all it is. It's okay. not a certain okay. number. That's fair. Don't want to mess your day up or nothing, you know. Yeah. Junior, you got a you got a question uh, for for Steve? Yeah, this this is not even for me. I would never ask you this. Uh, this is just from a friend. I never would say this to you. Uh-huh. But they just want to know: uh, Will you and Cat Williams ever have dinner? <laughs> well, I'd have dinner with him. Um, you know, if uh, you know, if, if he wanted to, you know, wanted to talk. But 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 what he can't, he can't say nothing crazy at the dinner though. He can't do that. <laughs> He can't do that. Because he's going to immediately find out what the size difference in me and him can do. And uh, that's all I'm saying about that. Next question. Yeah. Asking for a friend. Yeah. What you got, nephew? Yeah, yeah. we can have dinner, but make sure you wants to eat what we're serving. <laughs> a buddy of mine wants you to listen to his uncle's band, Lonnie and the Tops. They out of Memphis. Yeah. And, uh, they getting ready. They they all in their sixties. They getting ready to start their own group. Lining in the tops. Yeah, right there, and, uh, right there. Yeah, I'm not listening to that because you in your sixties, you finna start a group called Lining in the Tops. Yeah, mm-hmm. ain't, ain't nobody got time for that. I know record deals for sixty year old people out of Memphis with a group called Lining in the Tops. First of all, ain't nobody on record named Lonnie no damn Lonnie. more. Let's just start there. <laughs> Nobody named Lonnie in the music Introduce world. Introduce him, though, Steve. Just say Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> come on now. Put your hands together. Uh-huh. For Lonnie. <laughs> Lonnie! <laughs> and the top. Not the four tops. Right. Not the high tops. Uh-uh. Just Lonnie <laughs> and the tops. <laughs> you ain't going to know none of them. <laughs> yeah, nobody introduce nobody named Lonnie. Next question. All right, All right I got it, Carly. Question. You got asking for a friend. What you got? 
if you could change anything about your past, what would it be? All my marriages would be everything. Yeah, both of them. Yeah, I'd cancel both of them. I could have skipped both of them. You're just 65 and just saying whatever you want. Right <laughs> off the dribble, ask me anything you want to. Two marriages, both I'd have just went straight to Marjorie. <laughs> oh gosh, that, that was kind of my question, but I, I'll phrase it. I, I'll oh, okay, something different. No, <laughs> okay. something different. So, asking for a friend, Steve, they want to know how can they meet, you know, a rich, successful man like you. Oh, you can't. You can't. <laughs> You can't. Let's just go and tell the truth. Let's just tell the truth. You can't. You can, though. Why can't you? You can't where you ain't so far. So what's what's been happening? And what you think going to change? Be stingy with your status. I ain't being stingy stingy with nothing. Just where they at? They far and few between. And you can get in line, too, because you ain't the only one want to meet one. So if you meet him, the question becomes, not do you get to meet him, but did he want to meet you? Mm. It's kind of a dream-killing oh. answer, Steve. No, I ain't killing no you? dreams. I'm just, wh- where you, what? Who do you want to meet? Asking for Tiger a Tiger Woods. Oh, really? Mm. You've never met Tiger, Tiger Woods? Tiger Woods is the only person I've never met that I want to sit down and have dinner with. The only person. I've met everybody else I've ever wanted to. God has gifted me that. I met oh. Martin Luther King. I've sat down with, uh, I mean, not, not, I mean, I met Muhammad Ali. I met uh, I met Martin Luther King. Jesus, I, I would have been eleven. He'd have come mistake. to my school. Yeah, that was a mistake. Yeah. I met uh, 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 Richard Pryor. I met Muhammad Ali. Uh-huh. I met Jesse Jackson, Al Sharpton, Michael Jordan, wow. Shaq, all the cats everybody ever wanted to meet. Steph Curry, life. Steph Curry, Daddy. I done met everybody, man. I met all of them. All right. Well, it's your birthday. We're gonna be talking to you all morning. Had Happy a King Day. Chick- Chick-fil-A with Kanye. Mm, how was that? <laughs> Ooh, it was interesting. That was an interesting-ass day, boy. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show on this King holiday right after this. This new year, you may be excited about a new device or focused on your New Year's resolutions. Make sure your new devices and your resolutions include protection. Norton 360 with LifeLock gives you device security, a VPN for online privacy, and LifeLock identity theft protection to help keep you safe. No one can prevent all cybercrime or identity theft, but you can cheers to a cyber-safe new year with Norton 360 with LifeLock. Save 25% or more off your first year at norton.com slash Harvey. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. once said that life's most persistent and urgent question is, what are you doing for others? Coming up, we got some excerpts from Dr. King's I've Been to the Mountaintop speech. Let us rise up tonight with a greater readiness. In these powerful days, these days of challenge to make America what it ought to be, we have an opportunity to make America a better nation. And I want to thank God once more for allowing me to be here with you. You know, several years ago, I was in New York City autographing the first book that I had written. And while sitting there autographing books, a demented black woman came up 
The only question I heard from her was, are you Martin Luther King? And I was looking down writing, and I said yes. The next minute, I felt something beating on my chest. Before I knew it, I had been stabbed by this demented woman. I was rushed to Harlem Hospital. It was a dark Saturday afternoon. That blade had gone through, and the x-rays revealed that the tip of the blade was on the edge of my aorta, the main artery. And once that's punctured, you're drowned in your own blood. That's the end of you. It came out in the New York Times the next morning that if I had merely sneezed, I would have died. Well, about four days later, they allowed me, after the operation, after my chest had been opened and the blade had been taken out, to move around in the wheelchair in the hospital. They allowed me to read some of the mail that came in, and from all over the states and the world, kind letters came in. I read a few, but one of them I will never forget. I had received one from the president and the vice president. I've forgotten what those telegrams said. I'd received a visit and a letter from the governor of New York, but I've forgotten what that letter said. But there was another letter that came from a little girl, a young girl, who was a student at the White Plains High School. And I looked at that letter, and I'll never forget it. It said simply, Dear Dr. King, I am a ninth grade student at the White Plains High School. She said, while it should not matter, I would like to mention that I'm a white girl. I read in the paper of your misfortune and of your suffering. And I read that if you had sneezed, you would have died. And I'm simply writing you to say that I'm so happy that you didn't sneeze. And I want to say tonight, I want to say tonight that I too am happy that I didn't sneeze because if I had sneezed, I wouldn't have been around here in 1960 when students all over the South started sitting in at lunch counters. And I knew that as they were sitting in, they were really standing up for the best in the American dream and taking the whole nation back to those great wells of democracy which were dug deep by the founding fathers in the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution. If I had sneezed, I wouldn't have been around here in 1961 when we decided to take a ride for freedom and ended segregation in interstate travel. If I had sneezed, I wouldn't have been around here in 1962 when Negroes in all Bennett, Georgia, decided to straighten their backs up. And whenever men and women straighten their backs up, they are going somewhere because a man can't ride your back unless it is bent. If I had sneezed, if I had sneezed, I wouldn't have been here in 1963. The black people of Birmingham, Alabama, aroused the conscience of this nation and brought into being the Civil Rights Bill. If I had sneezed, I wouldn't have had a chance later that year in August to try to tell America about a dream that I had had. If I had sneezed, I wouldn't have been down in Selma, Alabama to see the great movement there if I had sneezed. I wouldn't have been in Memphis to see a community rally around those brothers and sisters who are suffering. 
I'm so happy that I didn't sneeze. And they were telling me. Now it doesn't matter now. It really doesn't matter what happens now. I left Atlanta this morning, and as we got started on the plane, there were six of us. The pilot said over the public address system, we are sorry for the delay. But we have Dr. Martin Luther King on the plane. And to be sure that all of the bags were checked, and to be sure that nothing would be wrong on the plane, we had to check out everything carefully. And we've had the plane protected and guarded all night. And then I got into Memphis. And some began to say the threats. I talk about the threats that were out. Uh, what would happen to me from some of our sick white brothers? Well, I don't know what will happen now. We've got some difficult days ahead. But it really doesn't matter with me now because I've been to the mountaintop. And I don't mind. Like anybody, I would like to live a long life. Longevity has its place. But I'm not concerned about that now. I just want to do God's will. And he's allowed me to go up to the mountain. And I've looked over and I've seen the promised land. I may not get there with you, but I want you to know tonight that we as a people will get to the promised land. So I'm happy tonight. I'm not worried about anything. I'm not fearing any man. Mine eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the Lord. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up, we're going to play some excerpts from Dr. King's I have a dream speech. I am happy to join with you today in what will go down in history as the greatest demonstration for freedom in the history of our nation. Five score years ago, a great American in whose symbolic shadow we stand today signed the Emancipation Proclamation. This momentous decree came as a great beacon light of hope to millions of Negro slaves who had been seared in the flames of withering injustice. It came as a joyous daybreak to end the long night of their captivity. But 100 years later, the Negro still is not free. 100 years later, the life of the Negro is still sadly crippled by the manacles of segregation and the chains of discrimination. 100 years later, the Negro lives on a lonely island of poverty in the midst of a vast ocean of material prosperity. 100 years later, the Negro is still languished in the corners of American society and finds himself in exile in his own land. And so we've come here today to dramatize a shameful condition. 
In a sense, we've come to our nation's capital to cash a check. When the architects of our republic wrote the magnificent words of the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence, they were signing a promissory note to which every American was to fall heir. This note was a promise that all men, yes, black men as well as white men, would be guaranteed the unalienable rights of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. It is obvious today that America has defaulted on this promissory note insofar as her citizens of color are concerned. Instead of honoring this sacred obligation, America has given the Negro people a bad check, a check which has come back marked insufficient funds. But we refuse to believe that the bank of justice is bankrupt. We refuse to believe that there are insufficient funds in the great vaults of opportunity of this nation. And so we've come to cash this check, a check that will give us upon demand the riches of freedom and the security of justice. come to this hallowed spot to remind America of the fierce urgency of now. This is no time to engage in the luxury of cooling off or to take the tranquilizing drug of gradualism. Now is the time to make real the promises of democracy. Now is the time to rise from the dark and desolate valley of segregation to the sunlit path of racial justice. Now is the time. From the quicksands of racial injustice to the solid rock of brotherhood, now is the time. Make justice a reality for all of God's children. It would be fatal for the nation to overlook the urgency of the moment. This sweltering summit of the Negro's legitimate discontent will not pass until that is an invigorating autumn of freedom and equality. 1963 is not an end, but a beginning. Those who hope that the Negro needed to blow off steam and will now be content, will have a rude awakening if the nation returns to business as usual. There will be neither rest nor tranquility in America until the Negro has granted his citizenship rights. The whirlwinds of revolt will continue to shake the foundations of our nation until the bright day of justice emerges. But that is something that I must say to my people who stand on the warm threshold which leads into the palace of justice in the process of gaining our rightful place 
We must not be guilty of wrongful deeds. Let us not seek to satisfy our thirst for freedom by drinking from the cup of bitterness and hatred. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Right now, as promised, uh, we're going to play some of Dr. King's I Have a Dream speech, which he delivered on the steps of the Lincoln Memorial back in 1963. One day right there in Alabama, little black boys and black girls will be able to join hands with little white boys and white girls as sisters and brothers. I have a dream today. I have a dream that one day every valley shall be exalted. Every hill and mountain shall be made low. The rough places will be made plain. And the crooked places will be made straight. And the glory of the Lord shall be revealed. And all flesh shall see it together. This is our hope. This is a faith that I go back to the south with. With this faith, we will be able to hew out of the mountain of despair a stone of hope. With this faith, we will be able to transform the jangling discords of our nation into a beautiful symphony of brotherhood. With this faith, we will be able to work together, to pray together, to struggle together, to go to jail together, to stand up for freedom together, knowing that we will be free one day. This will be the day when all of God's children be able to sing with new meaning, my country tears of thee. Sweet land of liberty of thee I sing. Land where my fathers died, land of the pilgrim's pride. From every mountainside, let freedom ring. And if America is to be a great nation, this must become true. So let freedom ring. From the prodigious hilltops of New Hampshire, let freedom ring. From the mighty mountains of New York, let freedom ring from the heightening Alleghenies of Pennsylvania. Let freedom ring from the snow-capped Rockies of Colorado. Let freedom ring from the curvaceous slopes of California. But not only that, let freedom ring from Stone Mountain of Georgia. Let freedom ring from Lookout Mountain of Tennessee. Let freedom ring from every hill and mole hill of Mississippi, from every mountainside. Let freedom ring, and when this happens, when we allow freedom ring, when we let it ring from every village and every hamlet, from every state and every city, we will be able to speed up that day when all of God's children, black men and white men, Jews and Gentiles, Protestants and Catholics will be able to join hands and sing in the words of the old Negro spiritual, free at last, free at last, thank God Almighty, we are free at last. We'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, today is King Holiday and we have talked about registering to vote, uh, volunteering and serving others for today. Today, January 17th, is also a big birthday for Steve, uh, and a lot of people, a lot of people were born on this day. First, of course, you, Steve, you're turning 65 today. Our forever first lady, Michelle Obama, 
It's a birthday today. Uh, basketball great Dwayne Wade. We got mm. to say happy birthday to the legend James Earl Jones. I didn't this know it was his birthday. This is CNN. Yes. The greatest of all time, the GOAT Muhammad Ali, would have been 80 years old today. Also, our beloved golden girl, Betty White, who just passed away, um, Mm. would have been 100 years old today. I mean, it just goes on and on, Steve. Who knew all these people were born on your day? More birthday shout-outs. Rapper Lil Jon, Ray J. Yeah! Really? (laughs) Okay! (laughs) Okay! Everybody wants to the yeah, you are not the father, Maury Povich. You are not the Jim father. Jim Carrey. Shaba Rank. Shaba. Shaba. Uh-huh. And finally, our little radio baby. We love her so much. Tasha, Carla's baby. Tasha, Tasha. is 14 yeah. years old today. She the youngest of all Tasha. them names you call out. She, <laughs> she actually a got a future. <laughs> <laughs> and a bright one, too. Bright one. Yeah, she's the only one in the group that's got... Stuff to look forward to. The rest of us is just holding on. <laughs> holding on. <laughs> oh, and Benjamin day, Franklin. Day. I forgot to mention him. <laughs> yeah, hundred dollar bills, y'all. You, you don't really care about that one, huh? Yeah, that's the one you ain't. <laughs> Yeah, but I do have a special affinity for Benjamin because I collect them. So, how I got to like Benjamin, baby. Yeah. <laughs> So who who in that group have you met? Of course you've met our forever first lady, Michelle Dwayne Obama. Wade. Wade. I've met Muhammad Ali. I've met uh, first lady Michelle Obama. Uh-huh. So I ain't got to sit up. It's my birthday. I ain't got to sit up if I don't want to. I'm chilling. <laughs> I've met Michelle Obama. I've met Dwayne Wade. I've met Muhammad Ali. Mm-hmm. I've met Betty White. I've met Jim Carrey. Wait, wait. How, uh, what was that like, Betty White? Is she just as oh sweet man. and just funny as everybody? Yeah, man. She, she was. Uh, I, she was always ignorant to me, though. I just was fascinated of her, uh, how quick-witted she was. Uh huh. I mean, she was Time always boy. sharp. I never saw her not sharp. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. It was amazing. I was always impressed in her nineties. I saw it. You know, I had her on my show. I talked to her. I've interviewed her before. I was always fascinated at her. I met a lot of those people on that. Who else was on that? I met Lil John. I met Ray J. I, you know, Ray or Ray J met me, and Lil John met me. It was an honor for them. <laughs> so did me. You know, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean. No, I'm just gonna keep it 100 on my birthday. You know, I ain't got. I have less time, less stress for mess in my 65th. So it was an honor for them to meet me. Let's just tell the truth. Let's put some order to this thing now. What it was an honor for me actor? to meet Muhammad Ali. It was an honor for me to meet James Earl Jones. It was an honor for me to meet Michelle Obama. It was no honor for me to meet Lil John Ray J. No honor for them. They asked to meet me. You know, I'm going to keep it 100 now. You know, you got to put me up where I you belong are. in this group. Too. 100%. You know, you know, I'm your uncle. You ain't mine. You know, Ray J. You know, I like Ray J and everything like that, but you know, it wasn't no honor. Uh-huh. Uh, nothing like that, you know. What about uh, Maury Povich? Yeah, I met him. You know, wasn't no honor, you know. <laughs> For him to meet you, though, it was honor. You know, some you need to be running over here thanking the Lord right now. I mean, <laughs> Jim Carrey. Yeah. Jim Carrey, you meet him? His honor yeah, to meet me, you know. Uh-huh. I, mean, I like Jim Carrey, but, you know, wasn't no honor, you know. Peer group. Some of the people in the peer group, who else was on that list? You know, uh, go down the list. Shabba ain't Shabba. N- never met him, but when he do, it'll be his honor. You can believe that. Shabba. <laughs> yeah. Shabba. Yeah. That was so stupid.
Who else? I'm telling the truth. I'm telling the truth on my. Who else, Shirley, on that list? Uh, who else? Uh, Benjamin Franklin. We know you didn't meet him. Met him, care deeply about him, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. Crazy. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. King Holiday is a day of service, so we got to ask you, what are you doing to serve others? Uh, Steve, you and your wife are always giving back, and mentoring is so important to you. That's one. Not of the doing that, that today, though. You're not mentoring <laughs> you on your birthday. I'm just gonna keep today. it real with you today. I'm not doing none of that today. Today is a day of service, but this is my birthday. I'm not doing nothing today. Serve me. <laughs> Serve on, me. What do you want to be served? What do you everything? Want? Drinks, bring it. Drinks, uh-huh. cigars, what kind of food. food Steve? What kind of food? Or uh, gonna have German chocolate cake today? That's oh, the thing. oh that's okay. your favorite cake, that's right? Yeah, Marjorie made that. My mama used to make me a German chocolate cake every birthday. I've had a German chocolate cake every birthday. Sixty-five. Except German in my other cake. marriage, at Heifer. <laughs> what do you drink? Hey. What do you drink with your German chocolate cake? Milk or what? Water? Oh, coffee. Water. Yeah. I'm keep water. it healthy a little bit. You don't drink water with cake? <laughs> what? Well, you don't drink a lot of milk. I know that. Not almond milk. I drink, you know, I, every now and then I like a good cold ass uh, glass of milk. Oh, Moo milk, too. Cow milk. Vitamin D. With the cow on the carton. <laughs> yeah, like I'm yeah. just gonna That's keep it 100. Every now and then, I just drink me a damn glass of milk. Uh-huh. And my doctors have told me like not that. to have dairy, and I want a glass any damn way. <laughs> Matter of fact, I'm gonna have a glass of milk today with my cake. Now, all right, happy birthday, boy. Happy birthday, yeah. Steve. Ain't no service for me today. Quit asking. <laughs> <laughs> More of the Steve Harvey Morning Show at 33 minutes after. Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Happy birthday, Steve. Today is your day, and it is time to check out the voicemail. Your voicemails, uh, people love you, and they want to say happy birthday to you. So here we go. Hi, Steve Harvey. I just wanted to call and wish you a very blessed and happy birthday. I listen to you every morning. been listening to you for many years. My favorite part is after the strawberry ladder is red and you got jokes. <laughs> I'd be laughing so hard, I'm crying inside of this truck. I'm sure the people that's on the side of me look in there like, is she crazy? Looks like she's just laughing to herself. But if they only knew, keep it up, Steve. You're the greatest. You rock. Blessings. Wow. Thank you. Really nice. Cool. That's nice. Birthday. Yeah, that was my aunt who called in. <laughs> we got more. Let's go. We got more. Yeah. I want to wish Steve Harvey a happy birthday. This is Miss Jackson. Happy birthday, Steve Harvey. And a blessed, prosperous new year. I just want to wish you a very happy birthday. I love you. I love hearing to talk to you. Thank you. Bye. Happy 65th birthday, Uncle Steve. Man, that's a blessing. Enjoy your day. I hope you make to 104. But right now, the most important thing is you made 65. Enjoy your day, Steve, and do whatever you want to do. If anybody don't like it, you tell them to call Tessie Fleming. 
You have a happy birthday, man. <laughs> Enjoy your day. Love you. Bye. <laughs> you Did she say call Tiffany Fleming? Mm. <laughs> yeah, don't mess with me today. Hey, y'all, I'm not going to be on the show the whole day this morning. What? What, what are you talking about? No, yeah, I got to go get on this plane. Where are you? <laughs> yeah, well, right now I'm home. But I got to go get on this plane. I ain't going to be here all morning. I just want to tell y'all that. Happy birthday to me. Happy Martin Luther King Day. But I got somewhere to go. I got to get this balling started. So well, we'll I'm see just if telling we get more calls, more love for you. How about that? Better hear them play them. Good <laughs> evening, Mr. Steve. This is Linda Arsenal from Lafayette, Louisiana. Happy birthday. Hope you see many more. Hello, Steve Harvey. My name is Adora. Happy birthday, sweetheart. I watch you every day. Hey, what's up, Steve? Hey, this is Eric Bell from Mobile, Alabama. Just want to wish you a happy birthday and also congratulate you on your proclamation of the E-112 Street, Cleveland, Ohio. I love you, man. Nice. Eric Bell. Very nice. Uh-huh. Did he say he was out of Mobile, Alabama? Yeah, he did. Yeah. You know, you know, him, know him? E-B, I know. He, he did reference home. Yeah, man. Do he think I don't remember him or something? That can't be 80 He just left a message for you. Yeah. You want us to hit star 69 or something? You <laughs> something I don't know. I don't, I don't know how to do that, Tommy. <laughs> well, I appreciate all y'all, man. Thank y'all so much. All right, Steve, coming up, closing remarks right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so as we close out this King Day, we uh, do Can I definitely... say something here, Shirley? Yes, of course. Oh, uh, we talking about closing out. I was supposed to be gone. And I don't know how I let y'all talk me into staying here. This is not how I intended for my birthday to be. Now, I was supposed to have been gone. I'm going to hang out. I hang out with y'all every day. Yeah, but what we was you going to do the rest of it? I mean, the, the morning is, it's, you still got some morning left. You got afternoon. You got the evening. Mm-hmm. What, what was you going to do this I'm morning? I'm working this on my birthday. That ain't supposed to happen. People at home, they they celebrate national holiday. We done bought our ass in here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let me just get this out. Let me just get this out. And I know Nephew has uh, a question or something for you. All right, just please go to whenweallvote.org to register to vote today. All right? Let's do service. Let's Mm -hmm. do some service on it. Okay. All right. You going to help us with some service today? No, I told you that. I'm not Don't doing do nothing. So I'm not nice mentoring nobody today. I'm not providing a service today. I'm not doing nothing for the community today. You know, he wants nothing. us to serve not today. him. It's Remember my birthday. birthday. Yeah. You know, you don't see other people on their birthday out there doing community, passing out plates and all this here. Nobody <laughs> doing all that. <laughs> Sitting up in the hill, man. It's my damn birthday. What about me? <laughs> Yeah. Let's do some Meals on Wheels today. Let's do no Meals on Wheels, man. You better go somewhere and get you something to eat. I'm doing none of that today. No, I'm passing out your, no turkeys. Get no. your uncle. Turkeys I'm not passing out no turkeys. I ain't, we ain't doing it today. It's my birthday. Get him, Tommy. I'm not doing okay. out nothing. I ain't helping you, you know, whatever. I ain't got no closing remarks for you today. I'm not. Mm-mm. What? Mm-mm. <sighs> You don't want to no, motivate people. You always people. people. That's why people listen. They not love today. your motivation. It's not on my birthday. I'm off today. Motivate me. <laughs> say something to help me. Move me along. <laughs> Somebody say something. Day progress my life. You know, my life got movement to it too. I ain't just stuck. <laughs> you know, I got things I want to do. You know, hey, I've talked to the Lord. If you ain't talked to him today, here's your opportunity. 
Why don't you tell us to jump today? Why don't you tell us to do that? How about that? That's what I'm saying. You know, just jump on over here and help me. You know, I get tired of trying to help people all the damn time. People ain't the same people every day, begging people to jump, begging people to pray more, begging people to do right, begging people to stop being scared. Man, take your scary ass somewhere and get it together. <laughs> tired of all this you? shit, man. If you need counseling, go get it. Damn, sick of all this here. Okay, how about this? Just how about this? Trying to help all the time. No, hold up. Just trying to help people all the time. It gets exhausting. <laughs> Same damn listeners every morning. Ain't jumped yet. <laughs> Man, fly, jump, fall. Just get off the cliff. Somebody kick them. Do something. Man, motivate people. Help them pray. Please pray. Please pray. That's why you ain't got nothing now, because you ain't prayed. <laughs> Time somebody okay. got to beg you to talk to God, he'd love to hear from you. How many times I got to say that? <laughs> All right, so let me do this. Speaking of God, let me. Can I? Can I pick the closing remarks? Let me do that. All right. Okay. What you got? Right, and I'm pulling from. I'm pulling from. Don't trip. He ain't through with me yet, which is one of the greatest stand-up specials, I think, is out there. Which is my uncle Steve Harvey. This is introducing Jesus Christ, greatest ever. If I had the pleasure of bringing out Christ, this is just how I would do it. It ain't got to be the way you do it. You might not think it's just right, but this is how I would do it. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my honor to introduce a man who needs no introduction. His credits are too long to list. He has done the impossible time after time. He hailed out of a manger in Bethlehem, Jerusalem, by way of heaven. His mother is still headlining in the Catholic Church today. His daddy is the author of a book that has been on the bestseller list since the beginning of time. He holds the record for the world's greatest fish fry. He fed 5,000 hungry souls with two fish, five loaves of bread. He can walk on water, turn water into wine. No special effects, no camera tricks. He has a head shot on every church fan across the country. Even before the kings of comedy, he was hailed the king of all kings, ruler of the universe, alpha and omega, beginning and the end, the bright and the morning star. Some say he's the Rose of Sharon, and some say he's the Prince of Peace. Get up on your feet, put your hands together, and show your love for the second coming of the one and only.
all Steve Harvey contests. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 